And so our scripture lesson today comes from Psalm 23. And I'll be reading from the King James Version of the Bible. Here is the word of the Lord, the Song of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preferest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. There is a word from the Lord today, and on this church school Sunday, we're in the holy knowledge that grows and grows. I am pleased to present it to you in a teaching entitled, The 23rd Psalm. Pray with me, please. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Let us all say, amen. The 23rd Psalm. It's well known. Folks who claim not to be quoters of scripture or very religious at all know its verses. The question is, why is the 23rd Psalm so popular? I think it's popular because we can relate to it. Now, Let's consider the author. The author is David. And David was in this period of transformation, as we all are in periods of transformation, from being a shepherd to a king. Now, there was a little interlude in between where he was being wanted as a fugitive as well. And except for being a king, or maybe a judge, David's life is a lot like ours. We are in a constant state of transformation. We transform from being a child to a teenager, from an adult to being an older adult. We're in transformation in our relationships, in our employment, in our health. I think our theme that we've selected for Church anniversary, and I want to extend it to our revival, is really a great thing. That seasons change, but God is steady. In writing the psalm, David drew on the experiences of being a fugitive. King Saul, burning with envy, wanted David dead. David was a man on the run. In constant danger, 
ducking and diving through the Judean hills and deserts, trying to escape, trying to find safety. You know, as black folks, we are in constant danger as well. Gun violence touches every community and every racial group in the United States. But none more than black folks. The Guilford Law Center for Gun Prevention reports that black Americans die from gun violence at nearly 2.4 times the rate of white Americans. On average, more than 12,400 black people die from gun violence each year. As black folks, we are in constant danger. The American Cancer Society reports for most types of cancer, black people have the highest death rate and the shortest survival of any racial ethnic group in the United States. This is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I want to applaud this church and the Zetas and others who have made us so aware of breast cancer. Black women in America are 41% more likely to die from breast cancer than white women. Black folks in America are in constant danger. Research from the Brookings Institute reveals that over the past 30 years, the median wealth of white households has consistently dwarfed the median wealth of black households. Black folks, we're in constant danger. Census data indicate that life expectancy for black people is only 70.8 years compared to 76.5 years for white people and 77.7 years for Hispanic people. Black people in America are in constant danger. That's why we can relate to Psalms 23 because David in that song is where he's in constant danger. But Psalm 23 tells us more than that God protects and guides and blesses us. It shows us in poetic images a powerless sheep being tended and cared for by a powerful shepherd. In a world of dangerous ditches and ravines, wolves and other things, we need that picture of the powerful shepherd that we can hang on to in one of God's most popular and beloved scriptures. Now, as we do in church school, let's take a moment or two and unpack the 23rd Psalm just a little bit. And I've got three kind of points I want us to look at. Point number one, we need a shepherd in our lives. Amen. And we need to be a shepherd for others. We need a shepherd in our lives and we need to be a shepherd for others. Now, Jesus has three titles talking about his work as a shepherd. Jesus is called the good shepherd. Listen to what Jesus says in John chapter 10, verses 11 through 15. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. 
The world snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and, I know, and they know me. Just as the father knows me, I know the father. I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus is a good shepherd. But Jesus is also a great shepherd. Come on, come on. Paul in his benediction in his letter to Hebrews and this is Hebrews 13, 20, says this. Now may the God of peace who brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, make you complete in everything good so that you may do his will. Jesus is a good shepherd. Jesus is a great shepherd. And Jesus is the chief shepherd. Listen to what Peter says about Jesus in 1 Peter 5.4. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will win the crown of glory that never fades away. Yes, Jesus. Jesus is our great shepherd. Jesus is our good shepherd. And Jesus is our chief shepherd. But we can be the type of shepherd that God wants us to be when we incorporate these characteristics in our lives. God wants us to be a shepherd as well. And we can be that shepherd when we do this, when we love our neighbors as ourselves. Matthew 22 37 through 39 says this You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Come on. We can be shepherds when we love our neighbor as ourselves. We can be shepherds when we respect and fear God. Well. Proverbs 8.13 says this. If anyone respects and fear God, he will hate evil. For wisdom hates pride. Wisdom hates arrogance. Wisdom hates corruption. Wisdom hates deceit of every kind. We can be the type of shepherd that God wants us to be when we have a shepherd's heart. Mark chapter 10 verse 45 tells us, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Too many times those of us in leadership positions in churches who are pastors and such think it's all about us. It is not. We are servants. And to be a shepherd means to serve. So that's point one, that we should need a shepherd and we should be shepherds. My point number two, again, this is a lesson. This is a Sunday school lesson. I'm looking at my superintendent. I've got to make sure that we get the, all these points in. Point number two, <laughs> she's taking notes. God gives us green pastures and still, and still restorative waters to keep us focused, productive, and fun-loving. Let me say that again. God gives us green pastures and still restorative waters to keep us focused, productive, and fun-loving. 
Now, I'm going to tell y'all right now, this part of the sermon is for me. <laughs> this part of the sermon is for me, okay? So let me talk about this. For many, yeah, preach it to me, okay? For many of us, and when, someone's, when a certain person saw this this morning in the, in the printout, she said, oh yeah, this is all for you. For, for, for some of us, busyness can be a way of life. Where doing things overrides being a human being. We care for the sick. We volunteer. We build businesses. We raise families. Which are all wonderful things to do. But how often do we take time from our busy schedules to slow down and relax? And just be the human beings that God wants us to be. God wants us to enjoy the green pastures he's talking about in the 23rd Psalm. He makes us be lie down and wear green pastures. God wants us to enjoy the restorative waters that this earth and life give us. It is okay to have fun. It is okay to have fun in church. It is okay to have fun in Sunday school. It is okay to have fun in Bible study. And I hope you can see it is okay to have fun in the pulpit. God wants to restore us. In Matthew, and we can see these examples from God himself. In Matthew 11, 28 and 30, Jesus invites people who are weary and heavy burdened to come to him where he will give us rest. Jesus helps us enter into rest when we give him our burdens. Now, this doesn't mean that all of our problems will magically disappear. But it does mean that the way we walk through our problems, the way we attack our problems, will change because we're in line with the healthiest possible outcomes. I'm going to give Sister Cheryl I call her, you know, I said 24-hour Cheryl, but I know she takes a rest. I want to give her a shout-out because no matter what the problem is, no matter what the issue is, no matter how much my hair may be on fire when I call her and I don't have any hair, she is calm, cool, and collected. She's a Matthew 11, 28 through 30 girl. Jesus invites us who are weary and burdened to come to him and he will give us rest. Psalm 46 and 11 invites us to be still and know that he is God. How often do we take the inventory, the invitation I should say, how often do we take the invitation to slow down and simply enjoy God? Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31 reminds us, that they hope, that they, that hope in the Lord, will renew their strength. They will soar on like eagles. They will run and not grow weary, walk and not grow faint. Let us remember that God wants us to enjoy the rest and the green pastures and to restore the waters that this earth 
and our life and the people that God has put in our lives can give us. Okay, so that's all about me. Let me do it to number three. We need to realize that goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives, regardless of the dark valleys that we may tread. We need to realize that goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives, regardless of the dark valleys that we tread. I think all of us have been saddened and are thinking about as the death toll rises in the Israeli-Hamas war. And as the death toll rises, we are starting to hear heroic stories that happened in Israel on October 7th during that attack. Inbar Lieberman is a resident of a kibbutz that is a, just a stone's throw from the Gaza Strip. When the 25-year-old heard the explosions early that Sunday morning, she realized that the sounds were not the normal sounds of rockets going back and forth. Well, Those of us who've been to Israel know that there's, there, there's rockets that are always going back and forth. And the, and the residents say, oh, no, that's just a rocket. Iron Dome's going to take care of it. But she knew that sounded something different. So she rushed to open up the armory, and she distributed guns to the 12-member security team, and then she coordinated their decisive responses amid the unfolding attack. She placed her squads of kibbutz in strategic positions across the settlement and set up ambushes that caught the gunmen off guard and turned the tables on them doing their mission to inflict mass casualties in the kibbutz. Well. Lieberman, a 25-year-old woman, killed five terrorists all by herself, while others gunned down 20 more in four hours of a pitched gun battle. Nearby kibbutzes had lots of casualties, lots of people dying. No one died in her kibbutz. We need to realize that goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives, regardless of the death that may be all around us. God gave her clear thinking in that moment. So the question today is this, is the Lord your shepherd? The question today is this, are you being a shepherd to someone, somewhere, somehow? The question today is, have you discovered God's green pastures and restorative waters? The question today is, do you realize that God's goodness and mercy will follow you as we walk in the dark valley of death. If you know that or you don't know that, pray with me, please. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He 
He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup from the oven. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, an opportunity for the tree of life is yours. But as I say every Sunday, your salvation is only as good as the place where you want to practice it. And here at Greater Bethel, we are trying to do everything we can to make sure that you can practice your salvation in so many ways here. You can practice it by ministering in the parking lot. Well, you can practice it by ministering to those who are facing and experiencing homelessness. You can practice it as we stand up the Maddox Center that will be our nonprofit, that will be the hands and feet of Jesus in so many different ways, including work we do right here in this building. So in just a moment, I will come down and give my hand out for those who want to give your hand to Jesus Christ. But if you're looking at this later on or watching this later on or listening to this as a podcast or something like that, let me just tell you how you can get in touch with me as so many people have. You can call me or text me. My telephone number is 608-358-1309. 608-358-1309. We would love to have a conversation with you about your faith. And now for our benediction, which is a covering of God's grace and mercy and love until we meet again. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. May the love and fellowship of the Holy Spirit, the honor and glory of God himself, and his son, Jesus Christ, envelop you and be with you during this week and beyond. Henceforth, now and forevermore, let us all say. It's your faithfulness in giving to Greater Bethel that allows us to do the work of the Lord. There are three ways you can give to us. First, you can use Cash App by typing dollar sign Bethel 140. Second, you can give using Giveify, simply at a Greater Bethel Athens. Finally, you can mail your contributions in 
to Post Office Box 49773, Athens, Georgia, 30604. Thank you and blessings. Hi, this is Marvin Bland. So you're listening to this podcast, but are you a subscriber of this podcast? Being a podcast subscriber is simple. It means that every time that we produce a new episode, you'll get it with a notification right on your phone, tablet, other device like Alexa. Now, subscribing to our podcast is easy. Use Google and type in the podcast with Marvin Bland. That's the podcast. Let me spell that for you with M-A-R-B-E-N Bland B-L-A-N-D Now what pops up next are several ways to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google and other platforms. So don't miss a minute of sermons, interviews and devotions. Subscribe to the podcast with Marvin Bland today.